want to get to the message. I got excited and studied, and I want to be a blessing to you, if I can, please, out of God's Word. So turn to, with me to Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. And I want to begin to read in verse 1. I want to talk to you about the four women in the lineage of Christ. Now, lineage just simply means that uh, God foreordained that Jesus would come into this world, how He would come into this world, and uh, who He would come in this world through. And you have to go all the way back, as the Bible does, in, Genesis, in Matthew chapter 1, in verse 1. Then the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham, Abraham begot Isaac, Isaac begot Jacob, Jacob begot Judas and his brethren, and Judas begot Phares and Zerah of Tamar, and Phares begot Esron, and Esron begot Arab, Aram, and Aram begot Amandab, and Amandab begot Nason, and Nason begot Solomon, Salmon, and Salmon begat Boaz of Rahab, and Boaz begat Obed of Ruth, and Obed begat Jesse, and Jesse begat David the king, <coughs> and David the king begat Solomon of her that had been the wife of Urias, and Solomon begat so on. Now, in these four, in these six verses, is mentioned six women that was in the lineage of Christ. Now, as we study those, uh, the lives of these four women, given in the lineage of Christ, how through each of their uh, lives is given God's plan of salvation. For instance, Tamar, in verse 3, represents sin. Rahab uh, represents faith. Rachel is Rachab. If, if I can say it in that way, uh, it mean in the Greek means Rahab in verse five, and so we find that Ruth represents grace. <coughs> Ephesians two eight nine. For by grace, for by grace are you saved through faith, that not yourself the gift of God. Then Bathsheba represents security. Now notice Bathsheba. Notice her name is not mentioned here, but. The wife of Uriah, if you would, is mentioned here, which is Bathsheba. There's a reason for that, and we'll get to it later on. Now, <coughs> number one, Tamar. Tamar represents sin because she tricked her father-in-law, Judah. And yet she is in the lineage of Christ. Rahab represents faith because Hebrews 11 and verse 31 says... By faith, the heart at Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. Rahab had heard about God's miracles by God's people Israel and believed them and hid God's men and God saved her and her family because of her faith. Acts chapter 16 in verse 30 and verse 31 said believe on Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thou house now 
just as Tamar represents a sinner, and just as Rahab represents our faith in God's Word, uh, Ruth represents God's grace. Now, Matthew chapter 1 and verse 5 says, And Salmon begat Boaz of Rahab, and Boaz begat Obeah of Ruth. Now, Ruth was a delightful person, a woman of beauty and courage, uh, character. But she did not get into the genealogy of Christ because she was a lovely person. In reality, she should have been stoned to death or shut out. The Mosaic law said, And Ammonites or Moabite shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord. Deuteronomy 23 verse 3. In other words, the law condemns us. I'm, th- I'm thankful today that I'm saved by the grace of God, not by the law. Amen? Amen? Now, in the book of Ruth, Ruth made a decision to follow Naomi, her mother-in-law, back to Bethlehem with God's people. But she knew God's people would not have nothing to do with her, a Moabitish woman, which she was. But she made a decision for God. Then one day, Boaz came into the uh, field and saw her gleaning the wheat from the corners of the wheat field. And it was love at first sight. And when she found out Boaz was interested in her, she made this statement. In Ruth chapter 2, verse 10. Why have I found grace in thine eyes? She knew she did not deserve Boaz's love. And she asked, Why did I find grace in your eyes? Can I say to you and I today, we can say the same thing when it comes to the Lord Jesus Christ. God, the Lord, I don't understand how He can love a sinner like me. I don't understand how he can love a sinner like you and I, but he does. John 3.16 is still there. God so loved the world, for I know he loves me. That's grace. We don't deserve it. God's love. Amen? One man wrote it this way. Free from the law, happy condition. Jesus had bled and there is remission. Cursed by the law and bruised by the fall. Christ has redeemed us once for all. Amen. The only way Ruth got into the genealogy of Christ is because of God's amazing grace. And the only way a sinner can get into the family of God is by the grace of God. We don't deserve it. We don't earn it. No matter how good we are, no matter what we look like, we still get into the family of God by the grace of God. Not by what we have or not how we look. It's only by God's grace. He loved us first. We didn't love Him. He loves us. Notice Tamar represents sin. We're all sinners. Rahab represents faith. We're saved by faith in God's Word about Jesus saving sinners. And when you read Rahab, you'll find out that when the men of God came, she had already heard by the Word of God that the children of God was coming and she believed in their God. Now let me tell you something. The only way you get saved in is by faith. You know how faith comes? By hearing the Word of God. 
First time I ever heard the Word of God in reality, I sat there and listened to it in a little old tent revival. For the first time in my life, I listened to the Word of God. And when I listened to the Word of God, God reached out to my heart and saved my soul. Faith coming by hearing. I didn't want nothing to do with God. I didn't want to have nothing to do with this Christ before I got saved. But the Word of God reached out and grabbed my heart. And you go back and you study Rahab's life. And she heard that the great victories of God's people and what God had done. And she believed in their God. And that's how she got saved. And that's how we get saved, by the faith. Ruth represents grace. No one deserves God's love towards us sinners. And yet, God saves us sinners. Not because of what we are, but because He loves us. Amen? And died for us. But there's one more woman in the Bible. Bathsheba. You know, there's, there's certain characters that if you go through the Bible, you read them and immediately you associate them with something. And Bathsheba, which represents security. I never saw it till just yesterday how important her name is and what she was in the Bible. Matthew 1 and verse 6. And Jesse begot David the king. And David the king begot Saul uh, of her that had been the wife of Uriah. Notice now the name Bathsheba is not mentioned here, but we know who Uriah's wife was. Now the reason for this is God omitted her name because the sin is not here. It's uh, not hers. It's David's. The Bible says of David, though, he's the apple of my heart. He's the apple of my eye. And he also said he's a man after my own heart. God loved David. But when it comes to Bathsheba, uh, it was David's sin. Now let me give you something here. And let me read you a verse. It's so important. David said in Psalm 51 and verse 12, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. David lost his joy, but notice something. He didn't lose his salvation. I get amazed at these people that think you can be saved and can lose your salvation. And I take them to the ark. And let me show you something. When the Noah and his family got into the ark. They might have fell down in the ark, but they never fell out of it. Amen? Can you imagine uh, Noah and his family going into the ark and there's a peg hanging up for each one of the family and they're holding on. And if they let go, they lose themselves. They fall out of the ark. No, sir. There's no peg in there for them to hold on to. There's nothing for them to hold on to. God said, I'm your security. Get in me, you're safe. Amen. That's security. Now, I want you to watch this, if you would, please. When it comes to uh, Bathsheba, uh, her sin is not recorded here, but David's is. And David lost his joy because of her. But I think God, God never gave up on David. David was a great sinner, but he's one of God's children anyhow. David paid the price for his sins here on this earth. And let me give you something. <clears throat> Just because you're saved by God's grace, 
That does not mean that you don't have to pay for your sins in your flesh on this earth. You will pay for your sins. You show me somebody that uh, they get saved by God's grace. And they go out and they say, I don't care if I am saved by God's grace. I'm going to heaven. I'm going to drink and I'm going to do everything in the world that's against God as I please. Yes, you can. God gave you a free will. You can go do what you want to. And it won't make any difference. Oh, yes, it will. You go back and study David's life and he paid for his sins in the flesh while he was here on earth. But he was still saved by God's grace. And the Bible says, why would you, in the book of uh, Ecclesiastes, I was reading the other day, said, why would you live and shorten your life? As paraphrasing, I can't remember the exact words it said, but it talked about shortening your life. And I thought to myself, you mean to tell me you can shorten the span of life that God gives you on this earth? Yes, you can. You get saved by God's grace and God says, you serve me and you turn around and go against God and do as you please, God said, your life will be cut off short. And now, you go to the hospital with me. You look at all the lives that I have to go see, or I want to go see, but it's not a chore, but it's something that you see with your own eyes, how the human flesh and the human body pays for sin. God said, you don't have to do that. And people get saved by the grace of God, and they talk about how God loves them, and how God wants to bless them, and they go out and do as they please, and sin against God, and say, God ain't going to do nothing to me. No, it won't keep you from going to heaven. But brother, you'll lose your joy, and you'll pay for it in the flesh, right here on this earth. David paid the price for his sins here on this earth tenfold. But he never lost his salvation. Now I want you to go back into Matthew chapter 1. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David. This is where he came from. He came out of the loins of David, the son of Abraham. That's where David came from. Abraham begot Isaac. Isaac begot Jesus. And he comes on to verse 3, and Judas begot Phares of Zerah Tamar. And so on. Each one of these women pictures a portion or how a person comes to know the Lord Jesus Christ. These names are not just here to tell us where Jesus comes from. They represent something about salvation. By the way, did you know all this book is written for? It's for man's soul to come to the Lord Jesus. The whole book is for one purpose that a sinner might be saved. Well, then it would behoove us to read every word in it and understand how it works then. How does the plan of God work? How does the plan of salvation work? How did God save a soul? And He tells you. And He uses these four women to show you how it's done. And when you realize that Tamar was a sinner, and what she did, you have to go back in the Bible and read her life story. But when you realize it, she was a sinner, but yet she was in the lineage of Christ. They have had faith in God and His Word. So number one, before you can be saved, you've got to realize you're a sinner. The next step in salvation is, then you've got to realize that you're saved by the grace of God through faith. You ever seen God? I haven't. 
You ever seen Lord Jesus Christ? I haven't, but I heard of Him. By the hearing of faith, by hearing, God gives you faith. I think about this sometimes. I last few days I've been riding around just looking, just spending time by myself, just riding around. I went back, seen some places I've built, things I've done. They still standing. I said I must have done a pretty good job. And I I went back and just uh, just spending time by myself and realizing the work in places I've been. And I come away and I say, thank God that He loves me. Thank God He saved me in spite of all the places I've done, all the things, and all the things I've seen in this world. And yet, I'd rather have salvation than anything I've ever owned on this earth, ever done on this earth. When I met the Lord Jesus Christ in that little tent revival, God changed my life. Turn me around. Put one thing in my heart and soul. That's to love God and love His people and love His work. And love the Lord Jesus Christ with all my heart and with all my soul. And I heard of people getting saved. I heard of people's lives being changed. But then I experienced it by faith. How? By hearing the Word of God. Rahab, how'd you get saved? I got saved because I heard about the children of Israel crossing the Red Sea and God opened it up. Miracle. I heard how they defeated all the armies of the enemies of God. I heard how they crossed the River Jordan and on and on. She heard. And by faith of the hearing, she believed it. And God saved her soul. Ruth was shows us grace. Grace, a Moabitish woman. She should not have been even counted among God's children. But there they was, the, the prince, if you would please, taking her as his wife. What a blessing. Have you ever think about this? Jesus came down from glory to save a sinner like you. The one that had everything chose you. And when we look at Ruth, we understand that her lover chose her. Bathsheba, David, God never gives up on one of His own. Amen? David, that great sinner. David, the one that killed Uriah just to get his wife. And you can go on and on. The Bible says that David's hands... So, the sword of David killed so many people in his lifetime that he couldn't build a temple of God because he shed too much blood and his hand clave to the, the sword like iron. That's how much a man of, of war and killing David was. And yet, God said he's the apple of his eye. No man in the Bible ever followed the Lord completely with his heart like David did. You think about that for just a minute. A sinner. One of the worst in the Bible. If you don't believe it, you read his story. And yet God loved him. That's grace. When I think about God saving me, I can't believe 
one ever use his name in vain, one ever cuss his son, one ever cuss anybody. I, I was just the kind of guy that didn't care out of, uh, about who I was with or what I was around when I was working a big crew of masons. And if you ever been around uh, them, uh, the guys working out there, you know what I'm talking about. They just don't care much for anything. And yet God called me and changed my life. Boy, that's grace. And I can tell you, the only reason I want to show you this story and these women in the Bible is to this. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done. Jesus still loves you. Jesus, by His mighty grace, still wants to save you. And Jesus, by His grace through faith, wants to keep you. I'm not worried about everything in this world. I'm going home. My home is in heaven. Only by the grace of God. Amen. Stand with me, please. Father, if I had any king, if I had any president, if I had any governor, if I had any pauper, if I had anybody that didn't have a thing on this earth that I could speak to for just one moment and say anything to them, it would be Jesus loves you. And He came in this world to die for sinners like we all are. And anybody, no matter your position, no matter your stature in this life, can be saved by your grace if they'll come. I ask you to bless the invitation today that somebody might do just the simple words of Romans, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, could be saved today, if they will. Bless us as your people. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Let's sing something. I like that little course, and I want to sing some of it. I forgot what page it is. 105. Find it with me, please. Listen to the words of it. I'll be true, precious Jesus. I'll be true. I'll be true, precious Jesus. I'll be true. There's a race to be run. There's a victory to be won. Every hour by thy power, I'll be true. I'll go through, precious Jesus. Amen. Shake hands, somebody, please.